0: Hello
1: friends, welcome to That's Pretty Woo, conversations about life, beauty, and magic, because talking it out makes us all more connected. We're your hosts, Jordan Medina and Kayleen Seuss, two
0: friends navigating the balance between making time for our work and passions while trying to be present in
1: everyday life as mothers, partners, and citizens of the universe. Okay, let's chat. All right, we're getting woo woo with the moon in today's episode. So let's dive in with a small overview of the moon's phases and the energy around each. Hit us up with it, Kayleen.
0: Okay, so this is gonna be a little bit of a detailed overview, and we're gonna have all of this in the show notes. So if just let this information kind of like flow over you, there's eight phases to the moon which are roughly 28 days in a full cycle. And that aligns with the female menstrual cycle. So I think we're going to talk about periods today also. Mm -hmm. Um, The energy of the phases alternate between a yang or action energy and then a yin or restful energy. And that's kind of just nature's ebb and flow that's also mirrored in the seasons. So as I talk through these eight Four of them line up with the menstrual cycle, and that also represents the seasons. And then the other ones are kind of the in-between. So we'll start with the new moon phase, which is a yang energy or that action energy. And that's when the moon is dark in the sky. It's the beginning of the cycle. It's a good time to set intentions. It's lined up with um, – commonly lined up with a female menstrual cycle, The actually when you bleed. And then it's also kind of representative of winter, that darkness. Mm, mm-hmm. Then the crescent moon is next, and that's a yin. There's a little bit of light in the sky, and that's sort of when you can like relax into your intention. The next one is the first quarter moon. That's, again, a yang energy. It's halfway illuminated, and so that's when you can kind of take action to support your intention. In the menstrual cycle, that's the follicular phase, and in the seasons, it's spring. The next one is the gibbous moon, and again, we're back to the yin. Um, which is now waxing to a full moon, but not quite full. It's when you can trust your intention is coming into form. So kind of like that allowing energy. The next one is the full moon. And that's when the moon is completely illuminated. It's kind of an emotional climax. There's a lot of things that happen with the full moon. Um, That's when you can move ahead with your intention. Or if you figure out, okay, this intention that I said isn't for me, that's a good time to release. And it's just a good time to release in general whatever's not serving you Um, in a lot of menstrual cycles that's lined up with the ovulation um, phase. And it's also when like that's the representative of summer. So kind of that like full heat. And then the next one is the disseminating moon. And that's when the moon starts to fade again. And so you can start to feel gratitude about the intention that things are coming to you. Then the next one is the third quarter moon. So again, it's halfway illuminated, but we're back to the other direction now. That's when you're receiving your intention and giving back from a place of abundance. That's the luteal phase in the menstrual cycle and fall or autumn. Mm -hmm. And then the last one's the balsamic moon. So the moon's fading to dark and that's a good time to reflect and give gratitude to rest and restore. So the full moon cycle kind of goes through if you're like on your, if you're looking at the menstrual cycle, the full moon cycles going on, but it's just like when those things kind of line Mm -hmm, up mm -hmm. and I've never like sat down and looked at all of this. And I use like three different
1: books to come up with all of it. And it's like, A lot to kind of wrap your head around I mean honestly Like I do follow the moon cycle Yeah And I do kind of the uh, Female cycle following the moon cycle stuff Mm -hmm. But I would be lost without like an app To get me through I have to have it Because it's You know I use the moon calendar app Right Oh I use that one too And I open it I mean probably every day now, you know, just to see where I am. And then it's like, I also am taking more notice of the actual moon and I'll be like, okay, you know, I can kind of sense what phase I'm in. So I'm starting to learn it by like, I'm starting to really learn this, but having this laid out is so nice. Um,
0: Yeah. I mean, I think I will definitely be referencing this and it's sort of like if you're wanting to learn about the moon intuitively, then looking at the moon is your first clue. Mm-hmm. And that like that will immediately ground you and it's just such an awesome experience to be like looking at that
1: moon. And it's so funny because part of why we decided to do a deep dive of the moon is because so many people have reached out about the moon specifically because we've yeah. casually mentioned it in yeah. earlier episodes and it's it's interesting because the people who've reached out aren't even people I necessarily would think are so they're like you know I've had people say like oh It's funny you talked about the moon because I have rituals with my child like that revolve looking at the moon. And, you know, different people have... We all have this connection to it. And it's funny, I think about this a lot, that when I see the moon in my life, it's always been kind of this like grounding thing, Mm -hmm. but it's in outer space. like (laughs) It's kind of strange, but it does have such a grounding energy because it's this weird thing where we're all seeing it at the same time. You know, everybody sees it. I mean, I guess not at the same exact time necessarily if you're on the other side of the earth, but um, we all see the same moon and it's that it's the exact same one.
0: Yeah. And it's amazing that it looks different throughout each month. Yeah even though it is the same moon and it's a, our perspective is changing, right? The position is changing. So yeah, the moon is just such a fascinating thing and it is our most requested topic. And I sort of felt like nervous, like, okay, are we going to get into this? Because like you and I aren't moon experts, no. but you know, we've put together some resources, we've did a little bit of studying on our own and we're just going to kind of talk about like what we do with the moon and what the moon means to us. And we'll just kind of see where it goes. Yeah. I mean, as per usual. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So with the moon, what are your kind of moon rituals that you go through what are the things that really stand out
1: so I of course have the full moon filler up ritual which is where it's a family ritual in my family where we all open up the wallet to the moon and this is interesting because like now that I've learned more about the moon it's really that seems like a new moon thing because you're kind of setting the intention of gaining more money but you I we do set this intention during the full moon and it's like you know maybe it's a release in the way of being like I give this up to somebody else Mm -hmm. you know Or to the universe, rather. And so you open your wallet to the moon and you say, full moon, full moon, full moon, fill her up, fill her up, fill her up. And that's been kind of my ritual forever. But as time has gone on and I've gotten more into woo, you know, whatever I do, like I kind of do moon baths. And so there's different like stuff you can put into the baths. Okay, wait. What is a moon bath? A moon bathing is like, I will typically put on a meditation. I do um, different ones. Sometimes I like to do the Lacey Phillips one, but there's other ones I do too, where you can like go on youtube and search like moon meditation. A lot of times they like call on your ancestors and you learn different things about yourself and you have kind of like a thought that comes to fruition, but you do it in the full moon and probably about 2 days before a full moon and the night of the full moon I cannot sleep. It's every time. It's like clockwork. Mm. It's like just it, I have that like jittery energy. And so it's a nice like grounding practice to you have a bath, you have to put something in there with you. You know, you got to have like some some salts or whatever. There's different people who do I'm trying to think. Maybe it's low rocks bur- in her book. I think maybe she has a moon bath. Um, really? I think so. It's like a salt, you know. Don't quote me on that actually, but I think I'm pretty sure it was her book where she has like a kind of tincture to put in the bath. Oh, I think you might be right. I haven't finished that book yet. It's in the very back, like in the recipes, but, but people have different, you know, I I'll pick up something like there's people who sell stuff even called moon bath or whatever. I have, I have ordered that like moon bath tea. Yeah. That's what they call it. And so you
0: like, I made it, you make the tea like in a Mason jar so that you're like steeping it in something small mm-hmm. and then you take the steeper out and then you pour that tea right. into your bath. Is that how you do it? Yes. I mean, there's, I a, a there's all confused. sorts of different ones
1: that are like, there. it's all basically a method of steeping yourself in some sort of like tincture, and okay. you know, whatever. So it's like a lot of times it's like herbal. It has, usually they have like herbal and florals mixed in. It's always mm-hmm. the day after I'm always like scrubbing flowers out of my tub. I yeah, feel like when I've used like, like, like moon, I don't love that either.
0: But that's why if you do it in a mason jar and you just pour the water in, then it's That makes not, sense to me. Yeah. I, haven't,
1: I haven't done it like that, but that. I like that i the idea of doing it like that. But I'll like light incense. I'll do a meditation in the tub. And I try to just like recenter myself. And then I really try to, now that I know that this is more of a time, it's not a time to set intentions, but it's more of a time to release. I use the full moon now as sort of like a reflection of you know, the month before, mm-hmm. and I think about the intentions that I had set, and you, I always write those down now. It, during the new moon, I always write down new intentions. So I keep them short, and that way it's like not unrealistic that I could actually, you know, that some of these things could come to fruition. So when you're talking about it, I'm going to interrupt.
0: Yeah. the When you're saying to set an intention, it sounds like you're talking about goal setting. So what I don't, be the difference? I do, so
1: I don't do goal setting. Per, okay. So actually, the Moon Calendar app is very useful for that. And I actually, I would say write it down. I've taken now, I really like how they have it. Mm-hmm. Because she, she, the founder of this app, which I've also read her book. Um, oh, really? Yes. And so her book is called Moonology. Oh. Moonology. And her book is great. And so her app, that's it's her app. And she does, basically her recommendation is that you... Instead of setting so that it's not goals, you can have goals to get to the intention, but the intention needs to be set in the present tense. So she has it where it's almost more like an affirmation, like mm. I am feeling healthy, vibrant, and abundant, you know, like something like that. So that, and then she, when you type it in and you set your little intentions, you can set like little mini versions, and then the big one goes on an actual physical full moon. It's kind of cool. So I've really like – I've taken to kind of that, and it's also private, so like you have to use your thumbprint to get into – I don't know. There's just something about this. That app is actually quite great. Well, this is like a whole new level of that app that
0: I haven't even – The app
1: has so many levels because like one time I was like, oh, did you see the tarot spread on the moon app? And Kayleen was like, I don't know where that is. And then we we couldn't find it, and then we found it again, and now it's kind of like it's under like Oracle. I I think think.
0: there's four – different tarot spreads based on yes and she does she doesn't call them tarot she calls them oracle so oracle. That I was also like I didn't never clicked on it because I was like I don't have an oracle deck but I guess I do yeah so yeah. are those terms interchangeable or I mean, and tarot I have
1: an oracle deck I mean I suppose like I use the Kim Kranz decks yeah. and one of them is like an considered an oracle deck but I mean I, technically a tarot deck is an oracle deck as well so okay you so it's, use like a, it's
0: like a it's like a square and rectangle definition like there's oracle decks, and then a tarot is a version of an oracle deck, and like a spirit animal is a version of an oracle deck.
1: I mean, that's what I would say because the te- both <laughs> both are technically like it's telling you something. But a lot okay. of times people will people will, in the sales terms, I think uh-huh. there's a lot of times people are selling an a tarot deck, okay. and then you can b- buy an accompanying. Uh, oracle deck and the okay. oracle tends to not be so specific. Like, tarot is very specific. There's you like, no, know, all there's the a certain the number same. of cards, yeah. they all have a certain suit. Like, there's nobody's like playing with that. I mean, that right. it is what it is. Yeah. Whereas, like, an oracle deck, you know, it can be whatever, whatever. Okay. So, I think you'd probably have, you have oracle decks, don't you?
0: Well, I mean, I have like the ones that are, I always thought oracle decks were like if there's like, pi- like pictures of like animals or like spirit people or things. Like, all of my other decks. Like I have that Gabby Bernstein that's, that's, one. That's an Oracle deck. Okay. Mine are all like word-based. They're not like. They can like, be word-based. Okay. Yeah.
1: So that's an example of an Oracle deck though.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. So you can do I I didn't know you could do those spreads with those kind of decks mm-hmm. too.
1: You can. Okay. It's a game changer, isn't it? I, I know. know. It's like, oh, maybe
0: now I'll try that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so do you use the, um, tarot spreads in the moon app? I have a couple times. I typically do, I have like the same spread I do all the time and I just oh, do it okay. when I feel like, like I'm like, Ooh, I, I'll be like, Oh, I love this one. I don't even want to change it. But if I get that like jittery feeling, like I'll be walking past it. I I lay them out on a desk in the guest room. And Mm -hmm. like when I walk past it, I'm like, Ooh, I got it. It's not right anymore. And Mm -hmm. I, all of a sudden I feel a shift. So I'll change it. But every once in a while I'm called to do either like the bitty tarot, she does her certain spreads for certain times. And she also does moon cycle spreads as well, or I'll do the, um, moon calendar one. But I really, I, this past month was my first time typing in my intentions on there. And then also it has like the place for the goals and whatever. And I really liked how it kind of came out, but yeah, I think you have to, you know, being that there's like yin and yang cycles of the moon, I don't mm-hmm. think you can be too goal oriented about it because a lot of it is allowing. And right. But I do love the check in with yourself. And I love on this time frame because I think, you know, it's quite useful. Don't yeah. you?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's nice because it's like the set time that isn't in like the month, like I sort of feel like if you're always checking in on the first of the month and like always wrapping projects up on the end of the month, like there's something about that that doesn't really resonate with me. And Mm -hmm. I think it's because of the moon cycle and because of like my female hormonal cycles, like I'm not like, I don't have my period on the first every month, you know, Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. so there's like more of like a natural ebb and flow that the calendar loosely follows, but it isn't like exact. And so I sort of think that like, there's some there's just some sort of like cosmic magic to the moon cycle and the more that I pay attention to it and the more that I use it the better it feels and so I've just sort of like I kind of like came across the moon as like a tool by listening to a podcast I think the first time I heard about it was Ezzie Spencer was on Jess Lively's podcast Mm -hmm. and so we'll link to that episode it's it's kind of old, but it's really helpful. And I think one of the things that as Spencer said was like, just start looking at the sky. And I was like, Oh, that's like, you know, and you can look up at the sky or you can like look up at the sign, like think the moon and like feel connected to it. And so
1: just starting to pay attention to that was like really helpful. And I think people are doing that even if they don't consider themselves woo. And even if they don't, you know, I think it's such a Well sometimes it like will like catch your breath because it'll just be so oh my amazing. Gosh. The other night it was a um the super full moon? It wasn't. It was a uh. half it was like half full. Oh. I almost texted you because but I was driving mm-hmm. I was driving, so I couldn't. Yeah. I could not take a picture either. But yeah. I I was driving down like Lamar, which is a main street in Austin, Texas, uh-huh. and literally it looked like it was on the street. And I could see the whole dark side of it cool. and the whole bright side. And I was like, whoa, like it really blew my mind. Yeah. And then I was like, no, maybe that was a sign. Like I thought it was actually like a sign on the street. And uh-huh. I was like, no, that can't be the moon. Like that was insane. Cause I lost it for a second when I was, you know, you like yeah. turn a little and you're like, where's the moon? Like it was just yeah. here on literally on the street. And so I lost it for a second and then I found it again. And then I got home and I was like, going to go grab Nathan to go show him in the yard. But like from our yard, you couldn't see it. So I was like, Oh, it was one of those, like one of those moments where you're like, it did. It caught my breath. I was like, Oh my gosh. Like, I can't believe that's real. Yeah. It's a rock in the sky. It's a rock in the sky,
0: (laughs) (laughs) which also makes you think that we're like just on a rock. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, that's really cool. And I have a tendency to kind of like get into that headspace of like what is being a human and blah, 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 blah. and yeah. it's like that is such a um I think a natural tendency of mine and so connecting with like just the na- physical nature of things is is really helpful and I've always loved setting intentions and for me like um the reason why I asked like for you it sounds it sounds more like goal setting for me like th- my intention will be to like breathe
1: or whatever it's like yeah. very like you always have like a single word intention. I though. try to. You try to. Yeah. And m- mine is not like goal setting though. Like if you read them, they're very flowery and flowy and less like, I do believe that there's strategies you can do to get towards your intentions. Yeah. I mean, just like if you're going to breathe, like take a how? moment, you yeah. know, like there's, ha- there's a how, but I think it has to be sort of like a, you know, a looser term yeah. for, for what you're trying to call in.
0: So yeah, I, I agree with that. Or you could be super specific. Like yeah. we talked about in human design, some people are made to like manifest things in really specific ways. Yeah, which I got
1: wrong and thought <laughs> I was. And then I went back, I, I told you the correct way to look. And then I was like, I had this weird ping to like go look back at my chart. And I looked back at it and I'm like, I, t- I typed it in like four times just to make sure I was like, oh my God, everything else was is right on my chart. The one thing, I am not a specific manifestor, which makes sense because when I was reading the list in that episode, everything that I'd achieved with these like loose, broad terms and everything specific, I was like, that's not really what I wanted. So <laughs> now I know. And I'm like taking to being a little more flowy with my yeah. intention setting, which is good for me.
0: Yeah, no. And I think that that's, that's like a really, maybe my like one word intentions, like maybe they feel a little too airy because they're not specific enough for me. Maybe I need to be going like beyond just a word and like setting super clear intentions. Yeah. That could be an interesting practice for me to try. So I think out of the two seasons or the two cycles of the moon that I pay attention to most are definitely the new moon and the full moon and everything else. I just kind of like see how it goes. Yeah. Um, but when I did celebrate cultivate last year, which for those of you who don't know is this, um, program that I put together last December, where each day there was a different prompt, I sat down with the moon calendar and I looked at like when we were going to be in a yang and when we were going to be in a yin. And I tried to line up my words and
1: my prompts based on that. And honestly, we do that with the episodes as well. Yeah, we do. We actually do. We know like what moon it will be when the episode airs as well as what moon it is when we record. um, Since we record, you know, Ahead of time yeah. and batch and stuff, and it's it's interesting. It's really worked out really really well. And there's even been times where like astrologically, like there's been things aligned with on our, accident, on like, accident, we didn't like, do it on purpose. Yeah, like our Virgo season, you know, organization episode. I was like, oh, that's perfect. You yeah, know?
0: <laughs> yeah. So there's some there's some magic to it. There's definitely some energy to it, and I think there's no harm in like playing with it and just kind of seeing what resonates for you and also kind of understanding that there's always going to be more to learn, which is like a little... I don't know. It can be a little overwhelming. So, what kind of resources or things have you used to kind of learn more about this? Well,
1: I really loved the Moonology book, which is the accompaniment to um, this. I felt like it gives a good history of the moon. It gives. It had some overlap with like the Kate Northrop stuff. With like, Mm -hmm. you know, she talks a lot about like the moon cycle and like the feminine cycle, Mm -hmm. and so it does have some overlap there. I felt like she got really. She, she knows a lot about the moon, you know, it's like her yeah. life's like course and work. What's a good reference for you? How about you? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I brought Lunar Abundance with me, which is Ezzie Spencer's book. I think I bought it right after I listened to that episode and I haven't worked my way through it because you know, me and workbooks, there are like, oh, is it a workbook? Well, no. So I'm going to flip through. It's like, there's like quotes and beautiful Ooh, it's pictures. It's a gorgeous book. Yeah. It's a really nice book. And then there are like, there are sections where you have to fill things out But like this says examples of physical sensations are tingly, warm, and solid. So like what wiggle your toes. What do you want to feel? Like I could fill this out. Like it's not hard stuff. But it is like each chapter is a different phase of the moon. And so she talks a lot about just like the different ways to connect to it. And she talks a lot about that yin and yang energy, even in the episode with Just Lively. So I like this as like a reference point, but it's also just like a really pretty – book to flip through. Yeah. That's a good so, coffee table book. It's yeah. Really cute. Or I like to keep it in my closet. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's one of the things that I really reference often. And then the other thing that I've been getting into aside from the moon calendar app is the Monday magic method from our coach, Abby Miller. So she came out with this. It's like, set of worksheets really. Mm -hmm. And you go through it every Monday and it is like a brain dump on all of your to-dos and then it helps you organize them. But in kind of the beginning part of the worksheets in the check-in phase, she asks you to connect with like, what moon cycle are you in? And again, she uses just four, which... I think if you're just getting started, and also if you have
1: limited space on a worksheet, four, the four main phases of the moon are a little bit easier to connect I, with. I also think she's she is connecting specifically with women. And because there's the four cycles yes. phases, so there's like follicular, luteal, all those, it also makes the most sense for Agreed. what she's doing.
0: Also, it's like for a week, and there's four weeks in a month. So there's like, mm-hmm. it kind of lines up. Because I asked her about it. I was like, what about... and." Also, it's a little bit, I asked her, cause like sometimes, well, you don't necessarily like bleed on a Monday or you're not ovulating yeah. on a Monday. So I was like, what happens if it's like half of the new moon starts on a Wednesday? And she's like, well, you can kind of like keep that in mind when you're planning your weeks. And so just having that on a weekly basis, checking into like, where's the moon, where's my body. And then where's all the stuff that I want to get mm-hmm. done. It is a nice opportunity to give myself permission to rest or like permission to like, double down and trying to like crunch through things if I have more energy. So um, it's bringing some awareness to like, I don't have to power through all the time. Like there are times for rest. And that's why when I was reading that overview, I got a little confused even because like all of the hormonal ones line up with the yang, but that isn't right. I thought that that
1: was interesting too. Yeah.
0: So that must be, I don't know, maybe we need another resource because that doesn't really make sense to me because there are like two seasons in your period that like are times to chill out like during the new moon is yang even though new moon feels like a yin to me
1: do you know what I mean well no new moon seems yang to me because you're setting intentions you're okay. getting out there you yeah. know
0: but it's winter
1: winter is like
0: real like easing into things so I, I think my point is like there is some fluidity even to all of this yeah with how it resonates to you personally and like well, I don't
1: know if somebody's made connections to like human design and well, the I mean, moon. there's definitely astrology connections yeah. to the moon. Well, yeah, there's connections to human design because no. you have yeah, the reflector is based off the moon cycle. So a reflector oh. has to wait 28 days to make a decision. So you and your like 24 hour cycle oh. that you have as an emotional authority. Okay. Uh, reflectors are supposed to wait for a full moon cycle to make big decisions. Okay. And so they are they are literally like the moon is very important in that specific, but I mean, they're very rare. Mm -hmm. I say very rare, but they're like 1% of people, which is still quite a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So, you know, but still the, they are supposed to wait for the moon. And then there's a ton of like astrology has a ton of moon connection, you know, obviously, but the moon, I think it's interesting because in astrology, it's definitely, and in general, it's a feminine, you know, like I think of like Spanish, it's like la luna, like Mm -hmm. it's a, it's a feminine thing. So the moon, I I think it's right to be like, well, that's not very yang, but it's like the moon in general is kind of a yin thing. Right.
0: And like, that's a good point. Also that like yang can be in a feminine energy also, like there's a power in a feminine energy, but it doesn't necessarily like make me like hardcore, like go after it. Like that doesn't always feel super feminine. So yeah, there's a, like you can be action oriented and you can be in like a yang action phase and it still be like easeful or restful right yeah i haven't thought about that yeah
1: at one point i had i remember this astrology reading i had a couple years ago and she was telling me that like, she got really specific about how like I owed my mom some money, which I had, my mom had like paid for a class for me that I, I was going to pay her back for. And she was like, yeah, you're going to pay her back like in February. And it had to do with, because the moon was, or a certain one of my like signs was in the moon por- oh, portion of my chart. And yeah. I was like, Oh, okay. You know, it it made sense. Cause it was like the mother and like, it's, mm. it's like, if it were the sun, it would have been like, you owed money to your father, I guess. I don't know. It was quite interesting, but I was like, I guess that's like a real thing. And since then, I've heard it referenced again. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, you know, that's an interesting thing. It's like the mother energy, the feminine. So it's like the divine feminine is the moon.
0: Yeah, that's cool. So I was um, in preparing for this episode. I was like flipping through all of my kids' books that have to do with moons. Yeah. And um, I'm a consultant for Usborne Books and More, which is like a kids' book company. And they have this really pretty moon book that we just got that's got like sparkles on the front and it's like it's a gorgeous book and they have a bunch of different um, fairy tales the wrong term they have like all the different folk stories about like what the moon is and the energy of the moon and like explaining what the moon was before people knew what the moon was and it's so cool because like a bunch of different cultures have like they're like the, there's a rabbit in like multiple different culture stories because like people would like look at the moon and like the shadows of the moon and see a rabbit in it. Mm, I could see that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so it's just really neat to like look at, and those aren't stories that I've heard before, like all of the different ones. Like, I mean, there's like a lot of folk stories that you've heard of before, but specific to the moon, like I can't really think of one that like I grew up being told No, I can't think of any either now that you say that. But I think it would have been a lot more valuable and like meaningful to have those stories when when we didn't know what the moon was, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. like it was something that people could see and like farmers would plan their lives and their, their entire work around it. So that's the other thing that's interesting about the moon is that like we as humans have been planning our lives around the moon for a really long time yeah
1: it's like I wonder when everything got so out of that I guess it's like the focus on the monthly calendar is when things kind of shifted no
0: probably yeah I have no idea I mean this is just us guessing but like I'm sure with the industrial age and like yeah and machines being able to like do things no matter what I mean like hunters used to go out to to hunt at night under the full moon like there was like a real and like there would things would be planned with like harvests and I mean there's like there's a real energy to the moon that would be very like useful. And you wouldn't have been able to ignore it. There wasn't any artificial (laughs) light and that women used to cycle with the moon so much more back then because there wasn't, our bodies were timed to it. So this is something interesting. Like I went, I was doing a lot of Googling and ended up on flow living's website. And there's when women, um, bleed with the new moon, it's called a white moon cycle. And when women bleed with the full moon, it's called a red moon cycle. And there's only like 25% that bleed with the full moon Mm. because those women were like taking care of everybody else. Mm -hmm. And then they would like kind of hang back and rest when they were bleeding that everybody else was fine during the full moon. Yeah. So I like just got my period back from like after nursing and having babies, and the first time I got it
1: back was with the full
0: moon, and I was like,
1: oh, that's amazing! I had no idea that it was like the more rare. Mine's, I, mine's been the full moon the last two times, but this most recent time, I had like a 19 day cycle. I think yeah. I think it's trying to move into back into the new moon,
0: right? And it's gonna have to. It can't be it, 28 days. No, if it's gonna move. No. So yeah.
1: it's like I'm gonna have these weird like I'm like, okay, oh, so I get my period every two weeks till <laughs> uh, until it, <laughs> until lines, it up. lines up. be like, okay, <laughs> body, this yeah. is the
0: like stop here we've reached I'm the pretty, new moon. it's
1: pretty annoying I'm like trying to do my Monday magic method I'm like this is not resonating with me where I'm feeling right now <laughs> I'm like because yeah. it's trying my body is still kind of out of alignment from its natural you yeah. know, state but it's in, it's interesting nonetheless I still love the check-in and I love like I love that because it also shows how real it is because I'll be like, gosh, I'm not feeling quite like this. And then all of a sudden there's my period. I'm like, Oh, because I'm in a different phase than I'm thinking. It's not, yes. it's not exact for right. me right now.
0: No. And I think, I mean, I think that's true of like, probably more women than not. Like Mm -hmm. I would imagine. One of
1: my apps actually told me the other morning, I think I use like natural cycles, like the thermometer for my birth control. And Mm -hmm. it popped, it pops up with these like little notifications every morning. And it popped up with one that was, I think it said that, did you know that only like, it was a very small percentage of women actually have a 28 day cycle. And most of them are within five days of that. So I was like, that's very interesting. You know, it's like not everybody has like a set, 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 Twenty-eight day cycle.
0: Mine's never been twenty-eight days. I think like just generally when I was charting it and not on some sort of birth control, like hormonal yeah. birth control, yeah. it was like more like thirty-three days. So oh, it'll so it's like longer, longer, Lucky and it, Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> There's good and bad to everything, yeah. Um, because I'd also like bleed for a whole week, so it's yeah. like you know, and sometimes I don't know. it
1: means that you have like a really. I know that it's supposed to mean that you have a really long luteal phase, which is like the actually the a most emotional worst phase. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so yeah. I
0: mean, there's like, there's good and bad to everything. Yeah. It happened less often, like yeah. less time, but
1: more time with PMS.
0: So. Right. It's just so blah, wonderful. Blah. But I mean, at least in thinking about the moon, it also connects me. I think it connects me to like all the other women, all the other humans, all the other people in this world. Like it just makes me think about like our humanity a little bit more. And the fact that we are like this little tiny speck Do you, have you like read, I'm sure you know, like about Carl Sagan's pale blue dot?
1: Mm -mm. What?
0: Oh my gosh. Okay. You have to look it up on YouTube. We'll link to it. But um, Carl Sagan, I'm pretty sure he was like a scientist philosopher. He was. He, He did the Cosmos series. Yes. Okay. So he has this like little speech that's about the pale blue dot, which is us on earth. And it just is the most like amazing inspiring and aligning but also like knock you down a few rungs because it talks about like how we are like this little tiny pale blue dot like suspended in a sunbeam like in the entire universe like just how small (laughs) we are and like how insignificant like all of our daily dramas are in comparison to like the vastness of the universe.
1: That reminds me, it's like a side story, but I had this friend, Zach, and he went to Amsterdam like during college and stayed there for a while. And he was with a girlfriend of his and they had gone and bought mushrooms and they ate the mushrooms. And this was her first like time, um, ingesting like psychedelics and they were in the car together. And all of a sudden she like burst into tears and she's like, we're so tiny. And I think about <laughs> that all the time because it's like such a true st- sentiment. Like yeah. we're, we're so, we are, we are so tiny. And like, oh, you know, it takes getting out of yourself sometimes to like see that. So I've got to read yeah. that Carl Sagan quote. That's yeah. hilarious. I'll send it to you, but watching it on YouTube is like really good because it's oh, so okay. like
0: it's him talking. So oh, he's yeah, like he's,
1: it's, he's got a good voice. And yes. stuff, yeah.
0: Yeah. It's amazing. So yeah, I mean, but also in that same thread, thinking about how tiny and insignificant we are, also makes me feel like what what am I doing like and so being able to like go back to the moon and say okay well like we are tiny we are significant but insignificant but like we can also like move forward which Mm -hmm. with each moon cycle and I love that the full moon in the middle of the cycle is there as an opportunity to like throw everything out and start fresh if what you've gone down that path for that for since the new moon, you're like, okay, I don't actually want that. Or I don't want to do that. Or this isn't yeah. working. You can just start fresh in the middle of the moon cycle, which like, I feel like if you're just looking at the calendar month, like the 15th doesn't give you the opportunity to just like start fresh. You know what I mean? I mean,
1: we love fresh starts over I here. Know. I mean, both of us are, le- it's like, I saw a meme that really resonated with me yesterday because it was like, whoever needs to hear this, you don't need that blank notebook. And I'm like, oh my God, but I do. I love a blank notebook. Um, cause I love a fresh start, but I think I think you're right. Like it, it gives you, it allows you, I just, I love like looking at it and reflecting and thinking of where I am in that cycle. And I think that there's like a nice connection and I think it makes sense. It makes more sense to me than the calendar month cycle, mm-hmm. especially like some of the days are random in the calendar month, you know, some of the days and yeah. sometimes they don't feel lined up. Like you're ready to start now, but you're waiting for the first of whatever. Yeah. And that doesn't resonate as much as like, maybe if you followed this, it might make more sense as to where you are mm-hmm. and what you're wanting to do. Mm-hmm. If you're like, gosh, I really feel like I want to just go for something right now or i really want to like set my intentions right now and then maybe that's because you're maybe that's cuz it's a new moon, moon. Yeah. yeah you know it might be a time to maybe check your actions and then look at the moon and see i mean i'd love somebody to do that as an experiment so if you're out there and you don't like currently follow the moon maybe follow your actions and then check in and see where the moon's at and see if that's lined up because i bet it would be i mm-hmm. really do because i've i've definitely noticed the most um similarities between where I like feeling and mm-hmm. then the moon. But I think one of the things that's interesting, and a lot of people ask me this a lot is like, because I'm a hairstylist, like haircuts with the moon. And I don't, I'm not an expert on this, but I would imagine, isn't like the balsam moon the time when you would want to get a haircut? Because that's when things are like, like, isn't that the waxing moon and it's like growing? Yeah, like maybe. I would think it's interesting that people, I think traditionally, the like it's been the full moon ha- I bet haircuts. people
0: come to you. I bet this would be really interesting for you to check in. I bet people come to you wanting crazy changes with the full moon. And I bet the more, I bet the more aligned thing would be like, well, hold on. If you want to do that on the new moon, like let's check (laughs) in, like let's check in 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 14 days or whatever. Anytime
1: anybody wants to do something crazy, I'm always like, let's, let's see now (laughs) what's going on. Like, what are your hormones doing? Like, are you pregnant? Are you, you know, did you just have a baby? Like that's always, you know, something I think about or like, you know, most times like somebody gets married, but that's because they've probably been like
0: growing it out growing forever. it,
1: or maintaining this like one look forever. And so they're craving something new and they're like, now nah, I've snagged them. I mm-hmm. can change it up. <laughs> Go purple. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know any like scientific data around this, but I know I've heard that like around giving birth and also just like hospital activity in general, that when it's yeah. a full moon, that like there tends to be more births and just more hospital activity and just like crazier things happen around a full moon. Mm-hmm. Do you like know anything
1: about that? I mean, only from like movies. Yeah, I mean, that's really what I think of when I think of that, you know, i um, I can't think of like something I've heard. I've heard that as well, but I don't. I, I also I have heard no it from evidence. like real people, but yeah. I don't have any like statistical data. No, I it. don't either. But I think, I mean, I definitely deal with the full moon like not sleeping stuff. So I definitely mm. feel that like kinetic energy of like uh, yeah, and um, that
0: and with your kids too. That's something to pay attention to. Like if you just feel like your house is like a little bit crazier than normal, and you're like, what is going on? check the moon calendar because I guarantee you there's like some celestial oh, yeah. activity that's making them go crazy. And kids do sleep less during the full moon too. It's like, if that's actually proven. That was like in one of my kids' sleep books. Interesting. Because we're, well, we're animals, we're and, and it's lighter. Animals don't sleep as much during the full. Well, moon. I mean,
1: it's like brighter, lighter. Yeah. It's like you know, uh, at Barton Springs in Austin, Texas, they do like a full moon swim. Have you ever gone? No. Oh my gosh, it's so fun. It is. It's the most crowded you'll ever see Barton Springs, really? which if you've ever been is like insane yeah. because it's this giant, you know, uh, spring-fed swimming pool. It's like a huge, giant rectangle with grass on both sides. It doesn't look like what you think of a swimming pool would look like. No, no, it's beautiful, yeah. really. Um, and so it, you know, go Google Barton Springs and come visit if you haven't. But it's like this chilly swimming pool and and there'll be so so many people in there. It's like a sea of people and the moon will be above the water Mm. and there's all these like rituals and chanting going on. There's people doing like Tai Chi. There's people doing yoga. There's people banging on bongos. Mm -hmm. And then when every once in a while, somebody will start howling and everyone starts howling. And it's, but it is, it's like a really visceral, like fun. It definitely feels like some sort of like ancient greek like Mm -hmm. true ritual like dionysus i don't know it's very (laughs) interesting like you know people do get a little wild and then i've definitely in salons you know we always like you'll be there's definitely i've heard reference and we'll make jokes like oh must be a full moon because like it brings all the draws all the crazies in is what you say so i guess you're right like there's definitely an energy that it it brings around. Like if you
0: just feel your kids being like a little bit crazier, like people aren't sleeping or like stuff's happening at work that you're like, what is going on? Like check in with the moon. And that's also like, I think of that as related to like PMS. Like sometimes you're like, what is going on with me? Like, why am I feeling this way? And then you'll get your period and you're like, Oh, that makes so much more sense. So like just being able to like pinpoint like a bit of a reason that's outside of your like normal every day and be like, okay, like, there's some influences here that aren't just me that's making things like a little bit nutty. Um, And the other side, which I don't think I really do enough is like, recognizing when things are going really well and things are like flowing really nicely. Like I would love to check in with the moon then and be like, oh, like, thank you for your beautiful, like abundant energy. Like I almost mm-hmm. only like want to blame things on the full moon. I'm not like, <laughs> oh, it's the magic of the new moon that like made me get all my
1: awesome parking spots today. I think that's natural. Like it's the same with like Mercury retrograde, which retrogrades yes. are like great times for like reflection. And, you know, um, it, they have a lot of good aspects, but it's like easy for us to be like, things don't feel exactly so, you know, yeah. but yeah, it's sort of like any time when like, are you really writing your gratitude list when you're actually like in the moment of it? Or are you writing those to like bring you back to the moment of it? You
0: know? I know. Yeah. We talk about that a lot. I mean, I think that my aspiration is to like, to be in more of like a positive flowy state more often. Mm-hmm. And so we'll, what would be the way to do that is to like focus on more of like the positive elements, not just like the full moon. But two of the full moon things that we both really like. One is the full moon filler up, which that's like a pretty positive ritual. Yeah, and the other thing is putting your crystals out to charge with the full oh, moon. Oh, right, right, right. So, can you tell us a little bit about like why you would do that? Like, what I mean, is the- I think
1: that they basically. So, I think of the like right now. I know that my crystals need charging, and I'll tell you why because I sleep with a bunch of fluorite and different things around my bed, and mm-hmm. they absorb negative energy. Mm-hmm. Is sort of like what they're you know. Crystal purposes, I suppose. Yeah. And with those, like when I feel like they've gotten a little too full energetically, I start to have the craziest dreams and they Uh -uh. are like not good dreams. Like just like, like where you kind of wake up and you're like, Oh my God. Like I just spent my day at work. I spent my whole dream at work, like having something bad happen, you know, something like that. So it's like, I woke up this morning and I was like, girl, charge those crystals. So I think the moon Mm. cycle, like I didn't do it in the last moon cycle. I should have done it because they're those crystals. Like now I got to smudge them or do something, you know, like I've got a Palo Santo and like, like get around them. But, but I do have to do I really do feel that way because otherwise they kind of fill up with their potency and so it's nice to kind of like give them a fresh fresh energy fresh energy so that they they can do their do their job a little better because I do think they kind of get a little stagnant and maybe it's just also if you don't believe in some of that maybe it's a way of just like doing that check-in and saying like, okay, I need to clear out this energy. You know, maybe I'm putting the energy on them, but whatever it is, I don't want to have bad dreams all night. So I'm going to clean them tonight, you know, but I wish I, when is the full, I need to look at the moon cycle right now. What are Mm. we, you should, we should have it somewhere on here. Um, Well, actually the, this episode's airing on a new moon. Oh, okay. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Now
0: is actually a perfect time for you to start setting your new moon intentions, like listen and, and the energy of the moon actually like, flows for a few days so like if you miss the day of the full moon like the energy of the new moon or full moon like they stay for a few days on either end
1: yeah so I do the the to be magnetic the Lacey Phillips um moon meditation and hers is it's it's one of her more out there meditations but I really really like it because she like calls on your ancestors and I really do have like visions of my grandma and I told Kayleen I had this like ancient witch come visit me last time and I was like I don't know you don't need it you don't need whatever (laughs) you don't need to say it's so embarrassing because she is she's here and she's listening to you probably so she's probably gonna come back like real full force next time (laughs) um but so she came uh, but it, it does feel like that it's like where did that come from you know like your brain is weird and like you know, woo is weird. So, um, anyway, so I do her stuff and she always says too, she'll be like, Oh, do it this morning after do it then, you know, because mm-hmm. a lot of times the full moons too. It gets confusing because it's like, Oh, it's at 6am on a lot of times it'll be in this like morning hour in the U S. Yeah. And so it's at this time where it's like, but is it on this day or this day? Right. So a lot of times people will go into the next evening doing their moon rituals when like some people did them the night before. And yeah, I've noticed that a lot. Yeah.
0: I mean, because the moon is somewhere in the country or in the world, like all the time. So yeah, yeah, it can kind of depend.
1: Uh, what I was going to say, another girl who I really, really love on Instagram. And I know you mentioned her too, is the moon journal. And she also has some Oracle decks. Um, and they're really beautiful. And she just does like, she even has a Facebook group, which I'm a part of, but I can't think of what it's, it's some, it's got a different name. It's not just like the moon journal. It's like moon babe. I can't think of what it is, but, um, I'm in her, I'm in her Facebook group and everybody there kind of has their own little moon journals and does different rituals like involving, um, reflecting on the moon and she has a beautiful, like just aesthetic in general, but I love looking at like her and seeing what her kind of like little rituals surrounding the moon are. She's a really good resource.
0: That's what I was going to ask you is, are you still doing your moon journal?
1: So I haven't been, but you know, I told you, I'm. Um, I still have it and I have like it's mostly still empty, really. I've only like, you know, a quarter of the way through that, the pages of that journal. And I definitely will do something with it, but I haven't quite decided. I've got an idea in mind for like what I want it to be that I think will still have some reflection with the moon and some, you know, some different, it's going to have a different vibe, but it's basically become a little like witch book now that I've got like Mm -hmm. witch ancestors. I'm like, okay, maybe this is like where I... I don't know. I've got ideas for it, but I haven't quite figured out what it is yet, but it will always be a moon book. It has the moon phases on the cover. So it's... You can start your new... It's a moon
0: book. Your new witch moon book on a new moon. (laughs) Yeah. So... Well, I've been wanting, I've been like, I've been saying and saying and saying that I want to sign up for Lacey Phillips' stuff, but I'm waiting until like the right time because now I'm like, I'm like going to do it. Yeah. So I've made the decision, but like, I'm still waiting on the right time. And I want to do, I'm really, I think I'm most excited about her moon meditations and all of that. Mm -hmm. I really like the moon one. Yeah. It looks good. And then the other thing that I want to give a try is spirit daughter on Instagram and on the internet. She has these attuned to the moon workbooks that my friend told me about that look really cool. So I think that she sells like the physical like workbooks, but then I think you you can just buy the PDF download, which I love. Like, I know I hate book worksheets, but I do love a good worksheet worksheet. So I'm going to check her out. And I think just like for me and for anybody that wants to start working with the moon, I mean, I wanted to kind of just give like some practical tips to wrap things up, which would be to... Again, look outside and look at the moon. And really, like, if you get an opportunity to actually be outside and not just look through your window, like, even if it feels weird to step outside at night, like, the first time you told me about the full moon filler up ritual, I was like, Do you feel stupid like going out there? <laughs> and I think you don't anymore because you've done it so many times, but you do kind of. I felt stupid the first few times mm-hmm. I did it. And now I'm like, It's just something I do. And like, it's kind of fun and yeah. exciting. And like, <laughs> it's like, What do you have to lose? You're opening up your wallet to the moon. (laughs) Um, But that's sort of why all this woo stuff is fun is because it like it takes you out of your everyday element. And so connecting to the moon can do that. It can just bring a little bit more intention and purpose to your everyday life. So look at the moon. um, Do set a new moon intention if you want and then pay attention to the full moon. Do your full moon filler up ritual and stick with your intention or drop it and start a new one. Mm -hmm. Do you have any other Action items for people that are getting into the moon.
1: I mean, I think as far as the full moon goes, with that anxious energy, I think there's it's begging for release in general, and mm-hmm. so I think there's like an element of uh, letting go. And so, looking back at the things that have happened since the new moon, and even if there's like personal things in your life that have gone on that have kind of like made you a little angsty or whatever, it's a great time to just be like, you know what, it's a wash. Like, let that go. Like it's okay to not carry that with me tomorrow. And I think there's something nice about having that moment of release because even at the beginning to the end of a month, we don't necessarily have that. And we carry things from one month to the next. Mm -hmm. Whereas with the moon cycle, there's definitely an emphasis on letting go. I've even written lists before of like what I wanted to let go during the full moon, which I think is really lovely. I know a lot of people who do moon rituals, they write the list and they burn them. Um, Be careful with that, you know, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) trying to burn your house down. But I think there's like a, that's pretty, like, that's kind of a lovely thing to do as well. Mm -hmm.
0: Cause then there's a real freedom in writing it down. If you know you're going to burn it, there's no evidence. yeah, So you can really let it go. Yeah. Well, friends, I think that's a great place to wrap up for today's episode let us know what are your favorite moon practices and what are you trying based on what you've learned today?
1: Stay tuned for next week. We're talking about fall season and all the autumn vibes. Ooh, see you then. Thank you, friends, for listening. Please connect with us at that'sprettywoo.com and on Instagram at That's Pretty Woo. Make sure you subscribe to catch next week's episode and share our pod with
0: anyone you know who's into stuff. That's Pretty Woo.